Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Well, a pat on the back for us. Welcome, dear listeners, to the 10th episode of Proms in the Pub. And with it, we join the podcast elite. Seriously? Not that big a deal, surely? Let me explain. There are a staggering 2 million podcasts available in Apple's podcast library, but as reported by a study last year, 64% of them have fewer than 10 episodes. In fact, 26% of them have just one single episode, one outing and game over. That, I would contend, is not a podcast, but a kind of elaborate voicemail. However, we are at number 10, and that, I think, deserves this fanfare. We're also available on Apple Podcasts, by the way. In fact, you can find us anywhere you normally find your podcasts, as they say in the trade, except, ironically, BBC Sounds, which is the place you can hear all the concerts we're talking about. Because although we're talking about the BBC proms, the one thing we are not is the BBC. That's kind of the point of our show. This is our own programme without all the tedious offers rounds, the long process you usually have to go through to pitch ideas to the BBC, executive producers and all the rest. We can swear. I don't think we've done that nearly enough, by the way. Bollocks. Mention products by name. Or mash, get smash. And be completely biased if we so choose. The only thing about Proms in the Pub, which is like the BBC, is that we're not getting paid. Now, if you find yourself reaching for your bagpipes to stand on a lonely hilltop and play us a lament at the thought of that, take courage, you can support us. By far the easiest way is to share our episodes with anyone you think would like them too, and or leave feedback on your podcast provider saying how totally brilliant we are. If you think that's not enough, consider contributing a piffling £5 to the Rainer, Julian and Harry Retirement Fund, for which, as well as cheering us up, you will get the benefit of being able to listen to every episode ad-free, as well as get unlimited access to the series archives when we've finished. There's a new button on the website, www.promsinthepub.co.uk, to enable you to do just that. And this series will be on air until the last night of the proms, which is on September the 10th. Though we're not anything to do with the Beeb, like Darth Vader, I think they're starting to sense our presence. In the latest televised prom, presenter Tom Service started at a pub and talked to the Albert Hall in terms of gladiators and arenas just as we have. Then, from a giddy Tom, we cut back to the studio where, as usual, everything was just excellent and stunning and everybody was an expert. 
Even rambling guest Rick Waitman, previously only known as keyboardist of prog rock group Yes, who, when asked what tapiola meant, as in Sibelius's symphonic poem Tapiola, came out with some gumfibin told to recite rather than being honest, turning to the host and saying, Tapiola, I'm buggered if I know. Some sort of pudding? Much was made of the triangle in the last section of Liszt's first piano concerto, whose simple rhythm the other guest, Vicky Stone, was unable to successfully reproduce. Is the triangle hard? Do triangle players have to practice? Well, as it turns out, yes. The concert itself was a total sellout. The reason, clearly, 35-year-old pianist Yuja Wang, who came on dressed in fantastically short red sequin hot pants, corset dress and matching shoes. She did play like a goddess, by the way, but she had me already during the pre-concert TV interviews when, having been asked what was the vibe of London, she replied, I don't know. I just got here. Not the first time I've seen Yuja, by the way. The only thing about her, she bows like she's trying to knock herself out, like down up, down up. Is she trying to stop people looking down her dress? If so, she needn't have bothered. The BBC cameramen on this occasion were way more interested in picking out every single Asian face in the audience to the point of absurdity. What was that about? Anyway, four beers out of five for Yuja on the proms in the pubometer. I'm old enough to remember the thundering bravura of another pianist, Arkady Volodos, at the proms in 1997 and 1998, which kind of set the bar. Who can forget his concert paraphrase on Mozart's Turkish March? In some ways, the prompt is like a cultural soap opera. Longer than The Archers, or General Hospital, or Neighbours. More dramatic than Dallas, more romantic than Days of Our Lives. It's been 128 seasons of Britain's Got Talent, but with talent. As with all series, the characters change, but the basic plot remains the same. It's the story of everyday Philharmonic folk and their struggle to lift notes off the page and in doing so transform our lives. You'd be a fool not to tune in. Again, like in any long-running soap, The Proms is also a story that is played out in real time by people that we actually come to know for a while and regard as our very own. Players who strut and fret their hour upon the Albert Hall stage to be replaced in time by others coming up behind. But this is much more than just us and them. As many of our interviewees have said, we're all somehow in the proms. There are stars and supporting actors in the prom soap, some of them whose parts you might not even notice, but without whom this show just wouldn't be the same. And this episode is about one of those. Our interview can actually only begin once the audience has gone in and the orchestra has started to play. Well, I'm outside the Albert Hall now and I am looking for a gentleman who has said he will meet me here at 7.30. His name is Oliver. I've known him be at this hall for as long as I've been coming to concerts, which may be well pushing on to 50 years now. He is a ticket tout, and I hope that I can track him down because I think he's an unsung hero of the proms. Hey. Hi, there you are. Hi. Hi, nice to see you. Well, thanks for, thanks for talking to me. 
how long have you been having? How long have you been coming for? Because I remember you from way, way back. Yeah. I were you, you know, 30 years yes. ago. Is that possible? I've been coming here since uh, 1981. Wow. Okay. Yes. So that's like 40 years. Uh, approximately. And yes. I mean, you, you've so you've been doing your, you know, you've been facilitating, I could call it, since yes. then. And have you have you ever had a, t- a spare ticket and thought? Nobody's bought this ticket. I'll go in. No, never. Never. I was, I, I was more or less. I, I couldn't wait to get away from the place. Right. Okay. Because <laughs> this know. is a place of work for you. Yes, it is. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, do you like classical music, Oliver? Uh, well, but, uh, I don't dislike it. Right. Let's put it that way. What would you prefer to listen to? I'm not really a music person, you know. Uh, Anything that sounds okay, I suppose. I, you know, uh, I'm not into too deep into music. I'm not a musical person. But I do like listening to music if it's, if, if it's you know, if it sounds okay, you know. But uh, like maybe ABBA or something, you know, Dancing Queen and uh, all the, the other songs that they sing. Uh, but I'm not too deep into it. If you, if you don't mind me asking, you know, tell me about it. You're not from the UK. You're not from England originally. You're from Ireland. Uh, no, I'm from Scotland. You're from Scotland? Scotland oh, yes. my God. Yes. Do you want to punch me in the face now? <laughs> where, where, where are you from? I'm from I was born in Thamesden, which is like Surrey's answer oh, to the yes. Gobi Desert. Yes. Um, it's sort of south. It's commuter belt. Yes. But then I went up to the, I went to university in Lancaster uh, for three years. And uh, my my wife is German, so we go to Germany quite a lot. Yes. So what part of Germany is she from? Uh, she's originally from Heidelberg. Heidelberg, yes. Yeah. Uh, I've Who, never been there. No, it's so very nice. Yeah, I've, but, I lived in Frankfurt for uh, a few years. Oh, interesting. Yes. I used to go to uh, Germany practically every year on Christmas Day. Right. So I went there maybe for 14 days. Uh, I always flew to Frankfurt, right. yeah, because I lived there for about eight years in yeah, Frankfurt. Yeah. Right. And uh, I picked up a hire car and then I drove either to Poland or to Hungary or to Austria. Yeah. Yes. Um, um, what, were you, what were you working as when you were in Germany? In Germany, I was a waiter. Oh, okay, right. Yes. So you started in Scotland. Forgive me, do you mind, ask, do you mind me asking how old you are? You can punch me I'm in the t- face again. <laughs> I'm 79. Okay, right. Yes. So you, you started in Scotland, and it, it, your career, were, you, were you doing odd jobs like waitering and things like that your entire life? Yes, yes, yeah, more or less. Yeah. yeah. I never really settled down to learn the profession. I was always on the move, yeah. you know. I would want to do this and do this and do this, you yeah. know, try yeah. everything out, you know. Absolutely. So I never really settled down and learned, which I should have done, yes, but... Some people will be envious of yes, you with, yeah. with, with that kind of career. Yes, but it's, you know, it's best. I would advise anyone, you know, in, in the young days, well, you know, any younger people, yeah, uh, to to learn a profession. Right. Yeah. Learn a trade. I'm not sure I've yeah. learned a profession, to be honest with you. No? I'm an entertainer. I, yes. I, I perform for a living and I, I do theatre shows and I do comedy, is what yeah, well, I do. That's a profession, isn't well, it? Well, I, I never really learned. I can't yes. teach anybody anything. No. <laughs> so, forgive me, do, do you have a family? Is there a. Is there no, a no, no, I've been single all my life. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. So, you, you worked all around the place, uh, including in Germany. I mean, how do you speak German at all? I've forgotten most of it now. Ambition. Yeah, uh, yeah ambition, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, when. Uh, 
I never really learned a hundred percent. Yeah, you know, every I got by. Yeah, that's good. I got by. That's important. Yeah, yes. I think it's you know, to make an effort and to you know yes. have what facility you need. Well, it took me maybe a year or a year and a half to get into the swing of it. You know? Yeah, yeah. But um, then I picked it up gradually. Yeah. Yeah. And so you've been here, you've obviously been back here for a long while oh, because yes, I've been seeing you outside the Abbot Hall I've always. I've forgotten is. all my German now. Don't worry, don't no. worry. We, we yes. won't do a judge. If you see, if you see, an, if you see an, uh, an option, by the way, just go for it. Uh, oh, no, no, I, no, no, yeah, yeah. no, it's okay. I've got no tickets on me anyway. So. Well, I don't know. So and you mentioned to me that's a guy who gives you tickets. Or you, So how do you get those tickets? The, the members. The members usually... Um, uh, if, if, if they don't uh, if they if they don't attend at all, yeah. then they, they give their tickets. They can do what they like with them. Yeah. You know, they can either give them away or resell them or whatever. You know. So these are the people who own they seats. Own the seat. They own the seats. They yes. own the seats. Yes. And I mean, there's somebody who you know who who they contact and say, okay, I'm not going to use my seat today. Yes. Basically, give it to all of them. Yes. Yeah. It's a short yes. version of that. Yes. Yeah. But. Uh, it's uh, what they do now is they, they put their tickets online. Ah, so so again they, uh, you're kind of cut out of a the bit of a uh, stoppage. Yeah, yeah, I can see when when a ticket happens. So that's the guy who's who's the central supplier. So, so he phones you up, or the guy who through whom it funnels phones yes. you up and says, "Okay, we've got some tickets tonight." What happens then? Do you pick them up from here, or do you go to him, or does he send them? Oh yes, I've got, I go. I usually I meet him somewhere, you know, and he gets me the tickets for the whole week. Right. Yeah, maybe three or four tickets a night or something. Right. Yeah, and uh, if I can sell them, uh, uh, if I can, then I give the ticket back to him. I see. Yes. So if you do sell them, do you sell them for the face value or oh, less? Less. Less. Than the base, less than the base value. Okay. Yeah. So what's in it for the what's in it for the uh, people who own the seats? Because they would normally they could sell them to the box office, couldn't they? Well, um, they they could put them into the box office to have them resold, but. Uh, um, you mean that, uh, I don't know how many members there is in there. There's quite a few. Yeah, I think a quarter of the seats are owned by yes, people. Yeah. So uh, not all the seats get sold. I see. Yeah. Ah, okay. So uh, uh, if they think a concert is going to be good, yeah. then we'll usually put them in the box office. Okay. Yeah. If they think it's not going to sell too well, they'll probably give them to a trader, you know, to... Try and know, clear. Try and... Uh, See what he can do with them. So basically, uh, they will probably get less money than if if, yes. if the concert's completely sold out. They get more yes. money by going to the box office. Uh, for, um, yes, more or less. Have I understood yes. that right? Yes. But yes. if they, if for some reason they think, you know, the, sh the show isn't going to sell, they'll give them to a trader so they at least get something for it. Yes. Because they probably wouldn't sell it at the box office. Yes. Have I got that right? Yes, that's right. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, have you done this? Have you done this kind of? Uh, have you done? I mean, what, what, how do you describe yourself? What is? Are you? A, I, I'm insult. I think calling you a ticket town sounds yeah, insulting. That, yeah, that's what. Yes, that's that's what they call it, ticket towns. But I, to me, a ticket town <laughs> is somebody who basically, yes, you know, gets a load of tickets and tries to sell them for more than for they're more, worth. For, yes. Do yes. you do that? Uh, no, not not really. ever. Come no. on. Well, it, it, maybe sometimes, you know, yeah. if it's a complete sellout. Yeah. And the people are more or less offer you more. 
Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a the so there's a bit of competition. Yes. There's a uh, yes. there's a the market is yes. it's a seller's market, yes. so to speak. Yes. Uh-huh. And that's. But I don't I don't go too strong with them. You know, maybe I, I mean it's uh, maybe twenty or thirty percent more than the face value. Yeah. Yeah. Or sometimes double, depending on how you know what the, the what it is what the demand is. You know. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. What's your best day? What's your See, best it's, sale? It's really easier for me to, to sell them under the beach, I'll do. I, I sell them quicker. Yeah. Yes, because uh, sometimes if you try to get double your money, you know, you struggle, you know. You know, some of the people say, oh, well, we can't afford it, you know, too much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's your your best day? Can you remember a really good day here? No, not really. No, no. When you've made a few hundred quid? Oh, no, no, no. Never? Nothing like that. Not, Not a few hundred quid? Never, no. Not even like, I mean... Maybe a hundred or something, you okay. know, yeah. But, uh, like I told you, I don't go too strong, you know. I don't, you know, go over the top. So, no. if the guy, who, the person... Because you, if yeah. I'm reasonable with them, they'll come back to me. Yeah. Yeah, but if I'm too greedy, well, out of desperation, they'll pay me, yes, but will never come back to me again. Interesting. Yeah. So you have yeah. a, you have repeat customers? Yeah, well, I try to. 
I try to. Yeah. yeah. Have there's, you got... not, there's not too many of them now because they get the tickets all online now. I'm going to look. I, yeah. I, 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 didn't, I never quite understood what the hell you were doing. Yes. And now I know that you're selling them under the value. I'm, I'm going to look out for you. Yes. Um, but you yes. might have made yourself a new customer. <laughs> have you had any kind of famous people come up to you? Anything like that? No. no not that I can recall. No. 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 So I... Uh, suspect that uh, quite a lot of them, they're, they're quite lonely. Do you think so? Yeah, and they come to see for the company and yeah. the ambiance, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Then they're not, you but know... the rest of the year... They, they disappear. There's plenty of uh, uh, classical concerts, yeah. but I never see the, the regular promos coming to it. Interesting. You know, only for the promos. Do yeah. you, so do you, do you go elsewhere? To do, to no, do this? I'm only here. Only at the Albert yeah, Hall? Only at the Albert Hall. Never at the festival hall? Yeah, sometimes I go to the Chelsea Flower Show or, or the Hampton Court Flower Show, okay. but that's it. Yeah. Right. You're not all over London? No, 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 no. Now, over the years, because you mentioned, you know, obviously the, the trade has changed. It, it might has. even have been changed fatally for you a little bit. It Is has, that, Do you think yeah. it has? Oh, yes, it has. It's got very, very hard now. Yeah. I mean, uh, I come here in the evenings and... Uh, I struggle, I really struggle to sell two or three tickets. Really? Yeah. What would that, in the old days, what would that have been? Would you have always sold something? Oh, yes, we did hand building. Really? You know, because uh, there's not so many people then uh, online yeah. or paying by credit cards. Yeah. You, know. you, can't, you need cash, presumably. Yes, of course. Yeah. Have you ever thought about kind of getting one of those things that well, you fresh? <laughs> uh, you call it summer. Whatever yeah. it is. Yes. No, no. That might be the way forward. Uh, yes. And have you noticed the audience in itself changing over the years? Well, all the... Uh, there's quite a few of them. Uh, the old promos, they've all got... They're either dead, you know, you know, because they were getting on a bit when I started here. Right. Yeah, they were in, already in the 70s. Yeah. So they've all gone. Yeah. And uh, it's, uh, it's, um, uh, the crowd are coming now, they're a bit younger. And... I think what the BBC is doing, they're, they're putting on this new stuff, yeah. the modern, and, and the, the old people, the, the, the old promos, the regular ones, they don't like it. Right. Do you, do, you, do you remember any episodes, like, you know, strange things that have happened while you've been uh, out here? Because you you've seen so many audiences coming on out, something must have, you know, the artists arriving, or that kind of stuff. There was one occasion, I think it was part of this building suddenly collapsed. My goodness. Part of the, and it came down onto the steps. This, we're looking at the south porch now, because yes. it says, I, I can tell you that, because it says the south yes. porch was opened by Her Majesty the Queen, 30th of March 2004. So presumably her opening it was a result of it collapsing <laughs> sometime earlier. <laughs> it was later, it was later when it was uh, opened. Really? And the people were going, coming in and out. But uh, at the time when it collapsed, uh, there was not many people on, there was nobody on the steps, right. only a steward, right. and it missed him, <laughs> yeah? And uh, oh, there were stones all over the place. Some part of it collapsed, right? and then they had to close it down, the entrance, yeah? Do you remember when that was? I can't remember, it must have been, oh, at least 25 years ago, yeah. No, about 20 years ago, I would say, easy. Yeah. About 20 years ago. I, I, I'm not too sure about my. No, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. Anything else? Yes. Any other strange things? No, not really. People fa- I mean, people that. do get taken ill quite a lot. Hmm? Because actually, when you go into the proms, 
there's always somebody that collapses in the arena. I mean, not, not necessarily collapses, collapses, ill collapses, but sometimes there are things basically, <laughs> basically drunk. I was in yes, there, I was yes. in there about a few weeks ago and yes. some guy basically tottered over yeah. and these guys, these medic people came up and helped him up. Yeah. And he basically, I think basically said, yeah. I don't want to move, but I want to see the rest of the concert. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they helped him, they talked to him for about 20 minutes while the music is going on, yes. Scheherazade. Yes. And eventually they just sat him down and that was that. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, I noticed that you, you mentioned you know, you know the doors, every, all the doors around the building. Yes, yes. I mean, you, I, I noticed you were basically around door three, have I got that right? Uh, yes, yes. Is that where you hang yeah. out? Well, I usually stood over there, but uh, now that uh, they don't like you working on the property. Okay, the property is where? Yeah, we're standing on the property now. So, so All I, the way down to the uh, Prince Concert Road is the property. That belongs to... Yes, yeah. That belongs to the Royal Albert Hall? Royal Albert Hall, yeah. Yeah. But uh, where the double yellow lines are on that road there, that's... That's off the property? That's uh, not the property. But you know... That belongs to the council. So you used to stand there, but you now you stand kind of more over around the other side. That's door three, door four, isn't it? Around door three, door Um, four, yeah. uh, Have they ever tried to move you on? Uh, if, If they see me standing on the property, yes. Right. Yeah, so, you know, stand on the road. Yeah, but not stand on our property. Right. Yeah, so if, if who sees you? Well, any of the uh, managers or the stewards, you know, or the security. Right. You know, so I, I don't argue, argue with them, you know, I just step on the road. Right. Yeah. And then so the road is basically, I mean, I can see it there. That, yes. is, that is not theirs, obviously. No, no. It's a funny old thing because you know that's the same in, the, in, in Trafalgar Square. There's a line that marks the private part of Trafalgar Square. Yes. It's a kind of brass rail in the, in the pavement. Did you know that? No, I didn't know. No, I haven't been down there for a long, long time. I once did a kind of filming thing there <coughs> and we were told we couldn't, we couldn't stand beyond this brass yes. sort of rail yes. thing in in the thing because that belonged to Trafalgar Square yes well who does uh, Trafalgar Square who wants Trafalgar, Trafalgar Square probably Is Lord Nelson and his family I always thought I came on the Westminster Council yeah probably I think it's actually no I think it's a private company it's, it's probably it's probably like you know the Albert Hall. The Albert Hall is run by charity, and it's probably it's a, yes, it's yeah. different charities. It's a bit uh, a bit of a grey area. It is a bit of a grey area. Yes. Do you know that the seats themselves? I mean, the about a quarter of them are privately owned. Yes. Do you know who the, who owns the rest? Uh. Well, it belongs to the Albert Hall. Oh, yeah, I know, but who is the Albert Hall? Is that a company? Uh, I think it's a cha- it's a group of charities. Right. Yes. Yeah. From what I've been told. Yeah, yeah. I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. Yes. But it's a group of charities. Right, okay. Yeah? So they own it. And, but they're private individuals who own these seats, which is the yes, incredible yes, thing. Yes, yeah. Well, when they built the, uh, the, uh, when they built the hall, uh, they were running out of money. That's what I've been told. I'm not 100% sure about it. But we're running out of money, so what they did was they sold off some of the seats to generate more cash to finish the, you know, uh, the hall. Yeah? And that process gave rise... So they had a 999-year uh, lease. Absolutely. They can renew the lease, presumably, otherwise it'd run, it'd run out pretty 
we'll all be living off in space, I suppose, by the time the lease runs out. <laughs> but that process, them selling off those seats all those years ago, gave you your job kind of thing. Well, yeah. Ish. Yes. Sort of, yeah. Gave you some pocket money anyway. It is, yeah. That's, that's, Excuse me. That's what I'm on. I, I had a friend who worked at the Daily Mail, which is a bit further along next to the, the Daily old, Mail. Yeah, the Barker's building. Yes. And the Daily Mail had bought a box. So whenever the execs never wanted to go, it would get passed down. So I saw a lot of stuff there for free. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Boxes, Daily Mail. You got their number? <laughs> 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 yeah, actually, do you know what? I've occasionally got into boxes that were owned by companies. In yes, yes, yes. One final thing. Do you have any competition? Has anybody ever done this too, like what you're doing? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. There's pl- uh, pl- uh, uh, if, uh, if there's a really good concert and there's a high demand for a ticket, then you do get quite a few workers coming, you know. You know? But most of that, I'm just here on my own. Right. That's for yeah. the, I don't see anybody else at the proms. Mm. No. I don't no. see anybody. I mean, I've just seen you. Because it's dropped so much. Right, That's, okay. why, that's why they're not here. <laughs> I'm the only mug that comes here. <laughs> well, you, for me, are as much part of the prawns as any of the conductors or the yeah, soloists yeah. or the people that stand in the arena. Yes. You are the prawns. Oh. You're a kind of unsung hero of yeah. the prawns. <laughs> uh, well, uh, it's, it's been a long time, a very long time. Do, what does the proms mean to you? Do, when you, you know, when you see that name coming out and it's the prom season, what do you think? Uh, before it used to be interesting, you know. I, I used to enjoy coming here, but not anymore. It's, it's got too hard, you know. I mean, uh, last week uh, I think I had about maybe twenty-five tickets or so, you know, for the for the whole week, and I saw maybe three. Well, but it gives me something to do, you know. I, 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 it's better than sitting in the flat and looking at the four walls or watching TV, you know. Come here and, you know, gives me something to do. Well, I don't know what you thought, but I felt that talking to Oliver, we'd done something quite special. We captured a bit of prom's history that would be shortly taking its own quiet bow and withdrawing from the stage. The likes of Oliver have been replaced by ticket resale sites like Viagogo. And if you go on Viagogo, amongst all the types of concert you can choose, rock and pop, R&B, urban soul, even if you look hard enough Rick Wakeman, there is no mention of classical. The BBC proms are strictly under the category, no results found. Now, one thing pianist Yuja Wang does to make her such a favourite with the audience is play a usually virtuosic encore. And as you will know, each part of our ten... Episodes has offered a little extra something too with special guest Harry the Piano, harrythepiano.com. Harry is certain he will play at the proms one day too and is even now trying on a series of ultra thin red sequin dresses. Of course, it's got to be something virtuosic, but the concert halls he normally plays are not as hushed as the ones Yuja knows. The result, this his own concert paraphrase on La Donna e Mobile from Berdi's Rigoletto or as it is in Harry's version, La Donna e Mobile. Well, you'll see why. Until next time, here's Harry. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.